0: I just felt emboldened to, to do more to enrich my experience of pregnancy and labor and delivery. And, you know, heaven forbid, like, I actually started to think about what it might be like to have an amazing birth. And I'm not talking about an amazing birth on paper. I'm talking about the amazing birth for me mentally, emotionally, spiritually. <laughs>
1: This podcast is
0: not working. Hello, dear listener. Welcome back to my birth story. This episode is part two of a two part series. So, if you haven't heard part one, I would really encourage you, if you've got the time, hop back and listen to that one first. If you have heard the first half, you will know that by this stage in the story, I have had my beautiful eldest daughter. And we were both healthy and safe during her arrival, which we're very blessed uh, to be in that situation. But I have, through that whole experience, come across some challenges I'd never faced before. And after having her I had decided that I wanted to explore those challenges. I wanted to address things that had come up in that process that I'd never addressed before. And I started my little hunt for information and support and encouragement to become a better person through that whole experience and take the things I struggled with and make them into something really helpful and constructive. So we'll hop back into the story now at a point where I've just read an amazing book that I had found called Ina May's Guide to Childbirth by Ina May Gaskin and I'd gotten a lot out of it and it had started me on this course of self discovery and enrichment and at the end of this episode you'll hear about my second birth. So let's pick up the story now where we left off and I will tell you about what happened after my first daughter was born that changed the way that everything went when my second daughter was born and has changed my life forever. I hope you enjoy the telling of this story and I'll catch back up with you at the end. Mate, I am looking into more stuff. I look into calm birth. I had heard about hypnobirth and calm birth and I'd found that there was a course that ran over a weekend that was not too far from where we lived. And I just said to my husband, we're doing that. I didn't care about how much it cost and how much time it cost. I just said to him, you need to give me this many days of work and we're going for a long weekend to this place and we're going to do calm birth. And it was funny because when I kind of, you know, fronted him up like that and very boldly said, we're doing this, he was just so excited for me. He was like, that's amazing. I'm on board, whatever you want, whatever you are passionate about right now, as far as really making the most of this experience and and having the beautiful experience that you really want let's do it i'm on board and i was just so excited and you know i'm showing him parts of this book by Ina Mae gaskin there's some incredible birth stories in that book that i think to me the things that were really standing out were the relationships between the partners that were having the babies so whoever the couple was that were going to become the guardians of that child The way that they connected with each other and the way that they participated in the birth and experienced it together was something I'd never read about before, I'd never seen before or heard about. And it's funny because I think a lot of stories or things that I'd been aware of when it came to birth and pregnancy and things like that, it's all very like centric on the mum and her experience of carrying the child and birthing the child and for good reason, because, you know, you're going through a lot. But oftentimes I didn't really understand where my husband fit into everything. And he personally felt like the first time around, he was a little bit lost as to how he could help or be participating in the birth itself.
1: It's not an uncommon thing Yeah, (laughs) for men.
0: Yeah, they kind of like look a bit lost. lost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, like there's always going to be that because they can't replace you. They can't sit in your place for a few hours while you take a break or anything like that. One story that really stuck out to me was about this couple that during the birth, when the rushes would come and take the woman on that crescendo up and then down, she would envisage together with her husband this image of her walking up a hill, this, this climb to the top, where she would meet her husband and her child that was about to be born, and then they would walk down the hill together, the three of them. So she would walk up on her own, she would meet them, and then they would walk down together. And I don't know what it was, but that just really stuck out to me. And also I think in a way it was kind of this guilty kind of, it was like that kind of, you know, sometimes in life you have those moments where you might think, oh, that's a little bit weird. It's a bit kooky, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, And I guess I'm blessed enough to be able to share my kooky thoughts with my husband who is also just fully ready to just be kooky with me. And he's like, (laughs) you know, whatever you want to do during the birth, I think let's go for it let's find something that means something to us that we could use as a visualization when we have our baby let's like let's just do whatever like and anyway so we are booked in to go to this calm birth class which i was so excited about and the other thing that happened i think that was really important was that i read a second book and the second book i read was grant dickley Reed's childbirth without fear which is more of a historical piece but still so valuable and I found so interesting. So, yeah, my pregnancy was just... I think it was just different in the sense that I cared more about my own experience of the birth, not just that I would have a healthy baby, that, but that, you know, shock horror, I might want to have a nice birth too <laughs> um, and come out of it still feeling confident and strong no matter what happened. So it wasn't that I was hoping for a low intervention or any particular type of birth. I just wanted to feel more in control and, and more present. And after reading Ina May Gaskin's book particularly, I was inspired to want to have a birth that I would enjoy. And so then that takes us up to, I suppose, the birth of my second baby, which you got to be there. Hooray. <laughs> oh, I, I, I really didn't give you any choice because this time <laughs> around I gave you a lot more notice. Mm. Yeah, and, and was very adamant that you needed to be there. 'Cause I knew I knew by this stage, after this whole journey I'd been on, that it mattered to me so much. That I had people in the room that I knew and I trusted to, you know, be there to support me. And I think as well, I I wanted you to be there to advocate for me. If if ever I wanted something a certain yeah. way that I, I guess I kinda knew myself and that I was a bit <laughs> I was a bit sheepish. Yeah. And that if anything it was going to happen, I would want you to be there to really back me and and say yeah this is what she wants so going into this second birth what would you say I was like at that time
1: I think you're definitely more prepared Mm. and more educated Mm. about knowing what the options were and what you wanted and what you didn't want Mm. and yeah I think doing the calm birth class had definitely you can see how that helped because you um, going into it yeah it was like you were actually prepared and you were excited and ready yeah for it to happen yeah Yeah. calm
0: birth was unbelievable like it's something that i would you know be that annoying person to yeah recommend so many i'm sure you've heard a lot of yeah very good
1: recommendation yeah
0: i think anything like that like it doesn't really matter which one maybe yeah i personally went to that one um but the skills i learned there i think i'll use for the rest of my life um and definitely at the labor you could tell that I had it was funny because even though you were there and there was a team at the hospital and everything I had my own expertise in a way you know because I was coming in at least armed with something a mental toolkit yeah so to speak so I was more prepared yeah that's exciting that's nice to hear (laughs) (laughs) that I was you know turning up to have a baby and I was actually kind of like in the space that I was present for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that week you were waiting though. You were still frustrated. I could tell. I had
0: had a lot of, you were... I remember I was having early, like yeah. just niggly things going on. Yeah. Where we thought I might be going into labor a lot of different times and not going into labor, but you know, I'd, I'd had, I'd just been frustrated, I think because I was having a lot of contractions basically. I was experiencing a lot of, not contractions. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing Courtney's face and I'm like, I'm not saying the right word. It's not the right one. <laughs> I just, I just, was, my body had a lot of sensations like in that last week that I was, I personally, like, you know, cause you're kind of excited and like nervous about it all starting. So yeah. you become, you don't mean to, but you become kind of, kind of like hypervigilant. Like, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Especially because we'd flown you down. Like you'd flown down yeah. from where you live to be here <laughs> and and you sit, we're all just sitting here waiting. So it felt kind of, there was a bit of pressure. I didn't have- to be honest, <laughs> yeah, it's the mental game, right? Yeah. Oh, so I do finally go into labor, which is exciting on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exciting for me. Look, you know, everyone's different, but <laughs> the less needles, the better. That's what I'm into. I'm into like less <laughs> needles. Like. <laughs> so, but I go into labor, and that whole day was unbelievable. I will never forget it. It's so funny. I, there's parts of my first birth that I I definitely it's a little hazy and I think that's myself just trying to you know not remember it in like too graphic a detail or something Mm. I don't know or I wasn't present in those moments to really remember it like I do so sharply with the second birth so when I went into labor I was actually on my own wasn't I so it was was like really early in the morning
1: everyone was asleep which is not actually at all surprising yeah how funny
0: yeah I I think you've said to me before that a lot of you need to feel like you've got privacy yeah how funny So those first couple of hours I was on my own. It was really peaceful and I was just really happy that it was starting and I knew the difference. I could now finally think to myself, this is happening. And then we had arranged for our eldest daughter to get picked up that morning. So she went off to Nanny and Grandpa's house and it was just the three of us. It was me, you and my husband. So then, you know, the whole day goes by with me laboring. And that was really cool because that whole day was really amazing because it was so different to my other experience. I I felt like I knew more. And also I trusted, I was putting my trust in you a lot more to like kind of coach me along. So it was really special because the only thing I'd really asked you was like, keep me at home as long as possible. And so, yeah, it was like the mission was on and you were like, all right, if that's all you've got, then we're doing it. Like, you know, (laughs) I'm here for you, whatever you're doing. And you and my husband were like, yeah, just, we like, we're the team for the day. And I remember at one point, you know, you said, come on, we need to get this going a bit more. And we all went for a big walk. And it was funny feeling like we had some control over what was going on. And I think even if it's mental, it was like you could see when things were waning or whatever and be like, hey, like, you know, next thing, let's on to the next thing. And that, you know, that big walk around the block we did just like amped it all up to like the next level. And I know all of those memories are really...
1: But then you came back and had a bit of a rest... Mm. there was a bit of a lull there yeah and when you wake up from the rest
0: oh yeah yeah
1: it heated up again it was like i needed a bit
0: of a rest probably yeah and
1: honestly that's like that's super typical in labors too okay
0: like
1: just when you're starting to establish what we would call established labor okay that yeah you get a bit of a break have a bit of a sleep yeah and you wake up and you're ready to go which i remember saying at the time Mm. you probably don't remember how funny, yeah,
0: because I remember so much, but I also don't, there's probably details I'm not not clear but on. But
1: definitely, but when you wake up from the nap, things really heated up, and it was really funny because that's when your husband was getting a bit nervous, I think, that we were leaving it a <laughs> bit to the last minute. Oh, that's right. Because it was really funny. Um, he, you, I think you were eating some soup or something, and then mm. just like slowly, slowly, he started putting on his shoes and yeah. the bags moved closer to the door. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I was always I was just I was saying it's fine. Yeah, like, we're good. We're, we got time. Yeah, there's time. there's time. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny
0: because being like the person in labor, you're always like I probably if I was honest would be like oh is now the time because I yeah. remember feeling like it can't get crazier than this it can't get crazier than that and it kept like getting crazier. Yeah. But you were just always there that calm voice being like you've got a bit more time like you're it we it's okay and yeah and um that was I think the big thing about the day to me was like I was so chuffed that I'd managed to like pull this off I'd come into this whole thing calm educated informed mentally stronger than I had before and I had my people that I wanted with me that were there ready to go and we were going to like all be together when it happened which was like my biggest dream at that time was just having that safety blanket like feeling safe in the room when I had the baby and yeah so I was just super chuffed and when we did eventually go to the hospital which was quite a while after husband had shoes at <laughs> door or shoes on um, you know he hung, um,
1: he hung around with shoes on for a while yeah like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was getting nervous god love he was ready man
0: he was ready you know we went to the hospital finally and it was really good because I felt proud that I'd gone so long without going in I don't know if that's something that is something to be proud of. But I personally, fe- maybe it was because I felt like I'd chosen something. It didn't really matter what it was, but I was like, yeah, I chose to do this this way and that's awesome. I felt more in control, I think, at this point. Yeah. And that was exciting. So when we came into hospital, I was really in labour, which was exciting, and there wasn't any question. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get into the maternity ward yeah. was really funny because I think it was a slow process of- with featuring many contractions that were yeah. quite... Good ones. It was fine.
1: We just walked slowly though. Mm. But there was people along the way who stopped and oh yeah, wanted to bring you a wheelchair.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. And then the oh, family that, that family were like, oh you're gonna have door. a baby soon. That we're so like, excited for you. Not long. Not long. Yeah, yeah. That was so nice. <laughs> it was like quite the journey. Yeah. Many stops. And then um, I just remember at the intake desk or whatever it's called where you present. Yes. You know they're trying to fill in my paperwork I've and I could that. not. I was like beside well, myself at a contraction. Well, you in like an
1: assessment room to start with, which you kept saying, I just don't want to have to go into the assessment room and then move mm. rooms. Mm. And they put you in there to start with, but then they quickly figured out I think like that was, you weren't going to be going home.
0: It was obvious that yeah. I was in labor. Yeah. I yeah, So I was pretty proud of that. Like, you know, we were like, we we'd come to the hospital at the right time. Well, yeah. it wasn't too early in my mind. Because obviously everybody's different, but this is what I wanted. And I think that's the point of the story is not that I had a certain birth or a certain way things happened, yeah. but it's just that like mentally, like I was there and like, you know, things were happening in the way that I, well, whatever was happening, I still had a part in it and I kept making choices and it was, it was really exciting because I felt like I could do that. Yeah. So yeah, we end up, you know, they realize, okay, like, we're, she's going to have a baby, which is cool. So we'll put her in an actual room. <laughs> and yeah. And then it was like... The next part is kind of like this really nice... It's almost the nicest part of the story, really. Even though sometimes this can... Well, last time for me, th- at this point when I started the process of being in hospital, that was the, the really tough part. This time around, it was a really nice part. Because I remember coming in and... We were lucky enough to be put in a room that had a bath and which I nearly said no to, I don't know what was going on in my brain, but remember the first room we went into, it didn't have a bath. And the midwife on duty was like, Oh, actually we have a room free at the moment with a bath. Do you want to go in there before things get busier? And I was like, Oh, yeah. it's okay. Like really, I kind of almost yeah. went to say it's okay. And you were like, Oh yes, please. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Cause I think you were like, yeah, give us the option. Right. Yeah. Like, so thank God you were there. Cause I get sheepish with things like this. See, <laughs> this is why I had you there. So we get moved to the room with a bath and that wasn't for any particular reason. Just, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't said to you, I, I want to have a water birth or I want to have, I didn't really think through those things. I do feel like that was important to me not to expect anything particular because birth is crazy and goes every which way, who knows? But I remember not wanting to be on the bed or anything because at that point I was really like... Labor felt like it was pretty cracking and I felt uncomfortable about like being still. So I remember kind of pacing around. And I think at that point you were like, why don't you just get in the bath and give that a go for a while because things were a bit more heated up. And so, yeah, I just remember you running the bath. And so we I don't think we'd been there very long before I got in the bath.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: 15 minutes or something. And then I'm in the bath And I never got out of it until I had a baby, right? (laughs) Yeah. And that's really like the gist of what happened on paper, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there's the paper birth. (laughs) That part out of the way had the baby in water and no needles
1: no needle which was
0: amazing well just one little needle later on for some stitches because you know (laughs) those things happen but nearly nearly no poking and prodding which for me personally was something that i i would have hoped for if i had have been a hoping kind of person but yeah it's just how things worked out and what i wanted to talk about was first of all how like how amazing was the whole thing it's like really exciting really beautiful it was so nice and i think because of the, the time we all had together and like everything that happened. It was really beautiful for that reason. Like, I think it's really nice. Yeah. That time together was really special. And I, I suppose our friendship's gone to some other level now because, you know, <laughs> you've, you've seen me have a baby now. So, you know, it's crazy. And the funny thing is about telling this story is that the point is not to talk about how my baby was born. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's more to talk about the fact that, Throughout that particular pregnancy, labor, and birth, and the preceding time after that, it was just the most healing experience. So I asked how you think I was at the beginning of the pregnancy. How do you think I was when this whole, like, through the labor and everything, how would you describe how I was during the labor?
1: Calm and in control and focused.
0: Focused is a good words. word. Yeah, oh, that's nice. They sound real nice. I like those. <laughs> I do remember like literally my whole life's point and f- the point of the focus of my entire life was breathing yeah, for yeah. that however many hours. And it's I, yeah, 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 breathing through my nose when possible. <laughs> Cause I remember at one point I got a bit of a stuffy nose, but breathing through my nose and I probably lost it a few times right towards the end. Um, but you know, not really. You don't reckon? No. <laughs> oh, you're nice. Not at all. I, had a, I think I had a tiny you little moment where I looked at it. you and I was like, tell me everything is okay. And you were like, yep, you're doing good. You keep on going, girl. And I was like, all right, we're doing it, all right. Yeah. I remember in that, in that moment when I did have a little, like a little waver... Just loving the fact that I could just look at you, because I'd put you in place, you know. I'm lining up my little ducks before it's all happened, you know? <laughs> because I'm I'm going into this like way differently. And I'm like, there you are, right there where I wanted you. So that at that very moment when I needed you the most, I could just look right into your eyes as a midwife in that moment and say, You tell me if that's yeah. like if things are okay. And you were like, They are, keep going. Yeah. And I was like, on it. I'm on it. That in itself is crazy. I'm sure. like sadly you weren't at the first birth so you can't explain what I was like then but I definitely, those three words did not come into any of what happened I think like at times I was calm but it was was definitely not the whole time and Mm. I found it really hard to focus and the fact that I was able to muster all those ways of being during that process that's pretty cool and it's not to do with me being any particular type of person or like strong or like I don't know whatever It's just that I had learnt more about myself and and put in the effort to ask for help and build a support network after experiencing something really hard. And after that first time being really tough, I just had decided whatever happened in that room when I had my first daughter, it needed to be a learning experience for me. And out of that, I could become a better, stronger person because it wasn't all bad. It's just that it was the catalyst for me realising that there were things I needed to deal with myself within my own mind, within my own soul. Like, yeah. Because in that moment where you have a baby, you are in the mirror like you've never seen before. You see yourself in this way that you've never seen before. It's really challenging. And the process of becoming a parent, like that's challenging as well. So I'm just so excited that I could have a different experience the second time around. And I also feel like now if I were to have any more children, I can't even lose the progress I've made because it's changed me the whole process. That sounds very dramatic, but it is dramatic. And I hope that other things that happen in my life can be like this as well. Hopefully now I've got the knack of like taking something out of a hard experience in a more adult way. Not just like a I survived, I got a bit more resilient, but like a I survived and I'm going to make things even better by being responsible for finding out more, doing more. And I would give that advice to anyone having their first baby. I'd be like, find someone you can ask more questions of, look into things more, talk about the things you're finding challenging and not be afraid to ask, is there another option? Is there another way to do it? And even, you know, maybe read a little. be brave and like find out a little bit about something so that's really the whole story hopefully it's not been too long a story but you know what it's an important story so it takes a little while (laughs) to tell it uh who knows by now i might have even chopped this in half and this you might be listening to part two right now so that's the story of me having my life changed by having babies (laughs) many other things have changed my life in other ways but that's just that part and Yeah, and while you were visiting Courtney, I just thought I would chat to you about that because that was a really nice experience the second time around. And also, looking back, it was really nice in the sense of, you know, you really were so helpful (laughs) during the whole experience. I just can't believe I didn't reach out to you earlier. So (laughs) if there's one thing that anyone can take away from this, because I'm not here to tell anyone how to have a baby, but if there's one thing you can take away from it is... Make the most of the support you have, right? Don't leave things to chance if you can help good advice, I think. Yeah, because if I hadn't have reached out to you, who knows where I would be now? Because I would never have met my doctor, who would never have referred me to my psychologist, who would never have gone on this amazing journey with me to discover more about myself, to the point where I felt confident and excited enough to step into pregnancy, labour and delivery with such an openness, to what was going to happen in that, like that hopeful sense, like being open in a vulnerable way because I was excited about what was going to happen to me. That was a huge deal because I felt so safe. That was the big change. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like anything in life. If that dynamic can shift, a whole experience of your life can just be completely changed. Thank you so much for talking to me about this whole story and reliving the magical moments with me as they came to be but genuinely thank you so much it's taken so long to record this episode it might be two episodes it's really crazy to think that this all happened and it's just one of the many many things that we've got to share together i'm excited for all the things that will happen in the future maybe we'll be back on here telling some other amazing tale don't you think oh i don't know You'll have to just keep on listening (laughs) (laughs) for like more tales from Heidi and Courtney in the future. (laughs) But yeah. So yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast today. No worries. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all again next week when I'll be talking about something completely different. I look forward to being in your earbuds. Bye. Oh, and just a quick thank you, not only to Courtney for recording this episode with me, what a champ, But for being part of my incredible team of people who helped me during the birth of my first and second daughters, Courtney was there for my second birth, along with my husband and my mum and my husband were there when my first daughter was born. And those three people, let me tell you, folks, were absolutely indispensable, unbelievable, like just out of this world supportive to me. And I'm so, so grateful because No matter what I experienced during those births, I knew that all those people had my back, whether they were in the room or not at the time. Like it's just it's such uh, an amazing revelation to realize not only do I have incredible support at my beck and call, but I also can now confidently say that I know I can't do it on my own. And that lesson itself has been invaluable So this whole journey in between the births of my kids and ongoing into the future, these people and many more are supporting me in that journey and I am indebted forever. I'm just so, so grateful. So thank you for letting me tell this story. Thank you to those that have helped me on this journey all the way to even making this podcast because it's all part of it. And yeah, I'm just one lucky girl. I hope you've enjoyed all of this, and now I really will wrap it up. Uh, Have an amazing week, and I'll see you back on here in your earbuds next week. Bye! That was good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, (laughs) like that. Beep! Sorry, sorry. This is like the wrap up. I'm wrapping it up, you see. I'm landing it. I'm landing it. I'm so sorry we're landing the plane. Oh my God. You're the nicest friend in the entire world.